Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lilia Gustin, empowerment coach, light worker, womb wisdom guide, and artist. And this podcast is all things empowered lifestyle and self discovery. You'll hear from both me and amazing guests who are shining their light into the world through their unique magic, stories, wisdom, and methods to guide you deeper into your unique and fullest expression. We are empowering true autonomy and inspiring along the way. If you love what you hear, please reach out to me or leave a review. I'm so excited for you to come join us in this corner of the universe. This is the Empowering the Light podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am so excited. Man, I say the same thing every time in this podcast, don't I? I always start with, I'm so excited for this podcast. But honestly, guys, it's, it's true. Um, so today we're doing a solo episode about anger, but more specifically about that irritable, frustrated, snappy, aggressive feeling that we get in our premenstrual phase of our cycle. If you resonate with this, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So when we're at this time of our cycle, the theme of anger is really interesting because it's not necessarily the emotion of anger, although the emotion of anger does come with the theme of consciousness of anger, but our themes of consciousness is almost like an energetic radio station that our mind tunes into and that our body tunes into. And from this radio station, we take in this energy and that gets turned into our thoughts, our beliefs, our patterns. It gets turned into our physical health, our mental health. So it's not actually who we are. So we really need to make that divide when we're getting into this conversation of your theme of consciousness is not actually who you are. It's just the energetic radio station that your body is currently tuning into. And that is so liberating to understand because that means that you can then change radio stations, right? You can put on different rose-colored glasses. You can change your theme of consciousness to be one that allows you a more liberated experience of life. Because when we start doing our inner work, we notice that our theme of consciousness, what it does is it affects the way we perceive life and the world around us. It affects how we perceive ourselves, It affects how we perceive everything in our life. It affects how we see the world at large. So I remember growing up and I always remember people saying like, that's just my personality or like, that's just how they are. And that always really confused me (laughs) to be frank and to be very honest. And what ended up happening is once I started getting into this work of like emotional sovereignty and learning how to work through your emotions in an empowered way through the themes of consciousness is that I found that all of those sayings of that's just how they are, that's just their personality was actually not true. And this is something that we're not told in our society. We just think that, oh man, this is how I see and experience life. Okay, I guess that's how I'm gonna need to see it for the next 40, 50, 60, 80 years of our lives. But in reality, the way you see life, that lens in which you see the whole world around you is malleable. It's fluid. It is not fixed. It's based off of that energetic radio station that your body and your mind is tuning into. It's based off of your theme of consciousness. And when you understand this, if you're in a theme of consciousness that is causing you suffering, is causing you pain in any kind of way that is just feels like a dismal perspective on life and is not making you happy, you have the choice to move out of that theme and into one that feels empowering, 
peaceful, liberating, um, confident, that allows you to experience life from the lens and perspective that makes you happy. And now we're talking about this all from the internal sense, right? We're not talking about changing your whole reality, although maybe maybe that needs to happen in order for you to not be in a toxic environment, but we're talking about turning inwards. We're talking about living from the inside out here. And when we live from the inside out, we can shift our internal environment, our internal theme of consciousness, so that whatever is happening in our life around us, we know we can handle it. We know that we can live a full, fulfilled, happy life, no matter what our external circumstances are. And this is so important, especially in this conversation of talking about the theme of consciousness of anger and our premenstrual phase, because there's a lot of things in our life that while, yes, we're going to be able to control a lot, we have power to co-create our life. There's a lot of things that just happen, right? We are one person in a world filled with billions of people that are all, all of our journeys are connecting at the perfect time. So there's going to be factors and things that are out of our control. And when things get out of our control and we're in a theme of consciousness of anger, that is when we start feeling impatient, aggressive, overall frustrated, snappy, angry, because the theme of anger is rooted in expectation. Now, it's important to note that there's a time and a place for everything, right? If you had been previously in a theme of like self-judgment or guilt, or if you've been in a theme of feeling shame or rejection in your life, or if you had been afraid or feeling fear in your life around the future, anger is a huge step up. <laughs> There's so much power behind anger. And when we're in the theme of consciousness of anger, we can use this theme in a healthy way. We can express this theme in a very healthy way, which would be using that anger to fuel change, right? To make powerful and impactful change in our life in the world. But anger gets destructive when it gets focused on power and control. So what ends up happening, the reason I love this conversation, especially in relation to cyclical living and why everything themes of consciousness and emotional literacy and emotional sovereignty all go so well with cyclical living because all of this is going to pop up at some point in our cycle. What ends up happening is when we start reclaiming our unique cycle and all of the four phases of it. So if you're new to this podcast, if you're new to cyclical living, your cycle is not just your period. And you don't actually need to be experiencing a period to have a cycle. Your cycle is the approximately 21 to 36 days that you go through every month and then it repeats on itself. You go from day one to day dot, 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 whatever that last day of your cycle is, and then it repeats. So you're always navigating your cycle. There is never a day of your life where you're not going to be moving through your cycle. And what ends up happening is when we reclaim our cycle, we are reclaiming a part of ourselves that is literally a blueprint for how we, how we experience our life, right? Because as we go through these different inner seasons of our cycle, we have four different inner seasons, all vibrantly different in their expression, four very different versions of ourselves. Our energy changes in each season, our emotions change in each season, our, what comes easily for us changes, what is more challenging changes, and it fluidly changes from these four phases every month in a very predictable pattern. So when we understand that predictable pattern within our body, guys, you just unlocked the key to like your life. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, it is game changing. There's because it, it takes the, I don't understand what's happening to me, that statement. It takes that statement out of your mind because all of a sudden you understand what is happening and you know how to navigate and move through it in a very confident and empowered way. You, I see in this conversation, I don't like using the word control because then we can get caught up in the theme of anger and try to like really uh, muscle through everything. But in a sense, you foster a relationship with what's happening in your mind and body so that you're co-creating life with that relationship. Let's use that word. Instead of you're all of a sudden in control, if you've been feeling like your body and mind have been out of control, you will feel in control, which is very empowering. But you'll feel in control not as like you are going to completely be dictating every every aspect of your energy, emotions, and all that, but rather you're in control because you have a relationship with your body and your mind, and you know how to support yourself at all times. That is what is empowering. It's not the, I'm controlling my body and mind by saying exactly, I'm going to have high energy today, and man, I'm going to have it. Well, maybe you're in a season of your cycle where high energy is not what's going to be happening that day, and when we get caught in that control, in that way, it gets so frustrating. Oh man, which is back to this theme of anger. And we're going to go into how to transcend this theme because it can be really prevalent in our premenstrual phase. But as we start looking at cyclical living, I invite you to look at it more as a relationship. I mean, when you're in a relationship with somebody else, a friendship, a family relationship, a partnership, it's a mutual agreement, right? It is a mutual give and take experience. And this is something we learn throughout our life, right? I think often when we get into our first relationship, that's that's kind of the lesson we have to learn, right? We have to learn compromise. We have to learn how to give and take. That is the same experience we're having with our body. So when we get into that place of having an empowered relationship with our body, our mind, our soul, that's where the magic happens. That is where the up-leveling, expansion, activation, excited life moment happens. And it's all happening from inside you, from within you. It's from living from the inside out that you're going to be able to cultivate your lasting happiness. Okay, I feel like that was a total tangent, but it, it was an important tangent. So let's go back into the theme of anger. So when we look at the theme of anger, this theme is triggered by unmet expectations. So the reason why this comes up in our premenstrual phase is for numerous reasons. One, we may have a wound or a past trauma that we've been holding onto that's in the theme of anger that is now ready to be healed. It is showing itself its beautiful bright colors because it's saying, hey, I'm ready to be healed. This isn't serving you anymore. I'm like literally shoving it in your face so that you can heal me. That's amazing. I honestly, when we start looking at shadow work, which is these patterns, beliefs, behaviors, these things that we've inherited and taken on from a young age and that have just been subconsciously running our life, whether we are aware of it or not, usually with a shadow, we are unaware that it's subconsciously running our life. As soon as we see it, as soon as that shadow comes into our our awareness, we have the power, the empowered power to change it, to reconcile it, to let it go, 
to heal it, to choose a pattern that actually serves us and the quality of life that we would like to experience in this lifetime. And that is a very empowering uh, practice of being able to do that, being able to be like, hey, I see you. I don't particularly think you're serving me anymore. Like you're causing me a lot of suffering. You're causing me pain. This pattern isn't actually helping me get to where I want to be in my life. It's not helping me remember my wholeness, my completeness, because you are whole and complete. The path of healing is never about fixing you. It is never about changing you. It is never about becoming something that you're not. The path of healing is about releasing and letting go of what is not true, what is causing you suffering, what is causing you pain. That is what's not true. And remembering what is true, remembering your wholeness, your completeness, your amazingness, your empowerment, your pure innocence that you have always been, that has never left you. You have always been that. It's almost like when we're going on our inner work journey, we're putting on these layers of clothing as we go, right? As children, we get plopped into this world <laughs> as this pure, innocent love being um, that is whole and complete, right? But in order to actually thrive in our society, we need to assimilate into our society. So as soon as we come into the world, and even before, even while we're still in the womb, we're absorbing all of the beliefs, the patterns of our parents, of those around us, whoever is in our, our immediate world, we're absorbing their belief systems. We're absorbing their patterns. We're absorbing uh, what they do to survive. We're absorbing all of these different programs. And we're taking them in because we want to survive too, right? Whereas children, we're actually, we're very smart with how we assimilate into our environment. Our, our psyche is very smart in that way. So it's taking on all these things, almost like layers of clothing. And every time we're wounded or every time something happens and we get hurt in some way emotionally, we put on another layer of clothing. Our psyche wants to protect ourselves, right? So it's going to defend ourselves and put on another belief. Now, the thing is, is that our mind doesn't know the difference between what's true and what's false. Only our soul knows that difference. So when we start taking on all these layers, right, we also take on these layers of self-sabotaging patterns and beliefs. We take on these layers of, um, that cause us suffering, that are not, are honestly just complete lies. And we take these on very innocently, right? We, we're not aware that we're doing this. It's just happening. This is part of the human experience. As we come into this world, we take all this on when we become adults. Now's our chance to take some of those layers off. We get to decide what clothes we want to wear, right? If we're using this metaphor of clothing, if you look in your closet, you get to decide what clothes you want to wear. Yeah? As children, maybe our parents dress us, right? Maybe society, maybe we follow the trends. As adults, we get to be like, wait a minute. You know, I don't like that shirt. I'm going to pick this one instead. And that's what we can do with our patterns, our beliefs, our theme of consciousness. That is honestly, guys, if you've ever gone sunglass shopping and maybe like your mom bought you sunglasses when you were younger and now as an adult, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the style sunglass I want to wear. This is what makes me feel empowered when I go to the beach. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Think of that metaphor of sunglasses as your theme of consciousness. So now that you're older, like maybe as you were younger, right, you're taking on all these beliefs, you're taking all these programs, you're just trying to survive in society right about at that time you're taking on what your parents have given your 
given you, you're inheriting it all. As an adult, you now get to go to that sunglass store and be like, you know, I've worn this pair of sunglasses my whole life and it's just not serving me anymore. It's not the experience that I want. I'm looking through a lens that's maybe yellow and I want to be looking through a lens that's white. Okay, there you go. You get to go to that sunglass store and be like, okay, excuse me, sir. I want this pair of sunglasses and I am willing to do the work to get it. There we go. That is the same process of reclaiming your theme of consciousness and, and choosing a theme that actually makes you feel empowered and doing the inner work that goes with it. Because as we're moving through our themes of consciousness, we're, we move through all of these themes throughout our life. We fluctuate through all of them, but the key is not to get stuck in one that causes you suffering. So we're going to move through anger. It's just going to happen. I mean, it has a healthy expression, right? It has that healthy expression of, of motivating change. It is a, uh, it can be a very healthy theme, but when we get stuck in it, we suffer. That's just how it is. <laughs> That's uh, an objective fact is when we get stuck in anger, we will suffer. And you get to decide if, yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm okay with staying in this theme. That's fine. And that's totally fine. There's no right or wrong theme to be in. There's no hierarchy of like this theme is better than that theme. There's just different consequences of the theme of consciousness we end up taking on. So if anger ends up being something that you're like, I'm just, I'm cool being here. That's great. But if you are ready to go into a theme that maybe makes you feel more empowered and more liberated and more at peace, this podcast episode is for you because that's what we're going to dive into today. So going back, tracking just a second here, the theme of anger is triggered by unmet expectations. So when we're in our inner summer, for many and not for all, your cycle is going to be beautifully and powerfully unique for you. And just like there's no right or wrong theme of consciousness to be in, there is no right or wrong um, way to experience each cycle phase. I should also note here, as we're talking about this, if you're unfamiliar with the themes of consciousness, there are 15, and anger is only one of them. There are 15 themes of consciousness. There are a few of which cause us a lot of pain and suffering, a few of which are, are more liberating. They take us out of victim mode. They take us into a place of empowerment. And then a few of which take us into the spiritual realm of love and trust and these more subjective themes that are honestly who our truth, right? Our truth is um, is we are a vibration of love. We are a vibration of eternal freedom. And as we work through the themes of consciousness, that's kind of where we're working back up to. We're working back up to what we have always been. We're releasing and shedding these layers and these themes that are not us so that we can remember that love and freedom and bliss that we are. And that right there is where freedom lies. Okay, back to your cycle. So when we're often when we're in our inner summer, most individuals, this is when they're ovulating, most individuals feel on top of the world, for a lack of better words. They have high energy, they feel emotionally stable, um, they are able to get everything done, they don't need to sleep a ton, they're not super hungry, they're just kind of like in this work mode. <laughs> and our society values that version of a woman. But so the way we feel in our inner seasons, the way we feel about how we feel in our inner seasons, I should say that, the relationship that we have with how we feel in our inner seasons is very much impacted by what society values in, in a woman. 
and what society values in general. So society values us being in this masculine energy of endurance, of strength, of courage, of power, of um, linearity, of showing up the same way every day. And what oftentimes when we're in our inner summer of our cycle, that is the version of ourselves. And when we are raised from a young age to value that version of ourselves, that feels amazing, right? We feel like that total boss that we are. But guys, this is only one version of you. You have four versions of you and they are all powerful. They are all powerful. They're just all different. And when we reject three out of four of those versions of ourselves, because we're in love with this inner summer version of ourselves, we end up, again, suffering. We end up suffering, but not just that. We end up losing out on the amazing superpowers that we have in those other three phases because we are so caught up on trying to make ourselves this inner summer self all the time. And that causes us to get overwhelmed. It causes us to feel depressed, anxious. It, it causes our mental health to spiral just a bit because we're pushing against our body and our mind and its natural flow and rhythm within our body. And our body's going to let us know when we're pushing against it. It will. It will give us signals. It will give us physical signals in the form of symptoms. It will give us mental signals in the form of our mental health. It is going to do as much as it can to scream at you to say, listen to me. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. This is not the version of you right now. So when we're in our inner summer self, we, we, get the, we can kind of get caught in that. In that week of our cycle, we can get caught in how amazing that feels. And then we try to hold onto it. And when we get into our inner fall, which is our premenstrual phase, which often feels very different from our inner summer, right? The energy completely shifts. We can still be holding on to that version of ourselves that we were a week ago. And when we are not meeting our own expectations of being high energy, of not being hungry, of being emotionally stable, when we don't meet those expectations, when our new superpowers come into our inner fall, that can spiral us into a theme of anger because we're feeling all of a sudden frustrated with ourselves. Guys, I've totally been here, by the way. The reason I got into this work was, man, I felt like I was going crazy in my premenstrual phase. I was going crazy. I couldn't understand what's happening. I was so frustrated and angry with myself. I just, I had no idea what was happening, right? This isn't something that they teach. Like, this isn't common knowledge of being like, how do you navigate your premenstrual phase with ease? It should be, but that's another topic. <laughs> we are making it common knowledge now. So when we get into our premenstrual phase where all of the energy shifts, usually most of our inner work comes out during this phase, which is empowering, right? Because you get to see it. If you get to see it, you can change it. We see a lot of our inner work, a lot of our shadows pop up during this phase. Oftentimes people are really wildly creative during their inner fall. What an amazing superpower if we took the time to pause and actually lean into it. Your inner fall comes with, can calm, come with a very calm energy if you allow yourself to release the expectations of being your inner summer self all the time. And boom, that is the way to transcend the theme of anger is to release and surrender your expectations. Now, maybe you're like me, and the first time you heard this, you were like, oh, easier said than done. 
But actually, when we realize what theme of consciousness we're in and when we know how to transcend it, this becomes a much easier process than we think it is. It becomes way less challenging when we step back into the driver's seat of our life, when our soul, when who we, who we truly are steps back into the driver's seat of driving our life instead of our autopilot subconscious, which usually runs 95% of our life. When we step back into the driver's seat, we, while doing our inner work takes work, it takes energy, it takes power, especially while when we move up in themes that are more powerful and when we move up into themes that are more liberating, they take a little bit more energy, but it's worth it. Guys, it's worth it because you are the one dictating your experience of life. So when we're in a theme of anger, the way to transcend this theme is through surrendering our expectations. This means not only surrendering our expectations of who we think we should be in this week of our cycle so that we could actually get to know who we are during this week of our cycle, but it also means surrendering our expectations of things around us. So if you're in a theme of anger in your, in your um, premenstrual phase, you may find yourself snapping at everybody, right? Snapping at everybody and everything at any chance that you get. Now, again, let's make that divide. This is not who you are. This is not a reflection of you in Anyway, this is just that energetic radio station that you're tuning into at this moment, and you can change that. And you can move through that in an empowered way. It's not about not being in this emotion, it's about knowing how to be in this emotion in an empowered and healthy way. And that's what I really want to reiterate to you guys is that there's no right or wrong emotion or theme to be in. And your theme of consciousness is more than just your emotions, right? It's your thought patterns, it's your beliefs, it affects your body and your physical health. It affects how you perceive life. So it goes beyond your emotions. Um, but when we're exploring emotions and all that, your emotions, it's all just an experience that you're having as a human. And that's the beautiful part of being human is we get to have this experience, experience all the themes of consciousness. We get to experience all the emotions so that we can then choose which one we would like to predominantly live in. But we also get to understand how to move through all of these experiences in an empowered and healthy way. It's like, what's a good example for this? Okay, it's not about not, be, not ever experiencing a theme of consciousness. It's about learning how to navigate it in a healthy and empowered way so that our soul is the one running our life, right? That is such an empowering place to be. So when we're in a theme of anger, the way to transcend that is to release our expectations. Now, we were just talking about like when sometimes when we wake up, right, and all of a sudden we want to snap at everything, right? Maybe we're frustrated with our partner over everything they do. And it's really important to allow ourselves to pause in these moments. And that's going to take practice. Instead of reacting, allow ourselves to pause and witness what our mind does. This is how we get to know our mind, guys. We get to know it by witnessing and listening to it instead of reacting to it. We get to know it by taking a step back, realizing that we're not our mind and getting to know that monkey chatter that goes around inside it so that we can understand how to step back into a relationship with it, step back into being the ones in control over our experience. So, when you're moving through this theme of anger, when you're feeling aggressive, frustrated, angry, impatient, snappy, irritable, I want to invite you and I want to challenge you 
to pause in those moments when you want to snap at someone, when you have this expectation of, man, they should have picked up their socks today. Why didn't they? I'm going to go yell at them. Or maybe it's like they should have reacted in this way that I thought. They didn't react in this way. What is wrong? When we have those moments, I invite you to pause, listen to your mind, witness it with no judgment, just objectively, your mind's just doing what it does. That is your mind's job is to run through all these things that it has already programmed into it. Just witness it and take a deep breath. And it is when we are able to witness it that we are then able to respond from our soul. We are able to respond from how we truly want to respond. And if we're transcending anger, if we're ready to get out of this team, that response is going to be surrendering your expectations, releasing control, trusting that if you release control, everything is going to be okay. And when you do that, not only do you move into a, a more powerful place of self-confidence, I'm going to read you a quote as to why, but when you do that, I invite you to celebrate. Be proud of yourself. Allow yourself to be proud of yourself that, got, that you just moved through anger in an empowered way. You saw that you had an expectation and you paused, you surrendered. Allow yourself to be filled with pride over that. Guys, that's not easy. Inner work is not easy. If it was, everybody would be doing their inner work and we would have a very peaceful society. Inner work is not an easy thing to do. So when you do your inner work, be proud of yourself. Yeah, not only when you're doing your inner work, but allow yourself to be proud of yourself for everything you've accomplished in your life, everything that you've set out to do, whether it's worked out or not. Be proud of yourself that you get to be living this life and that you're doing it to the best of your ability. Allow yourself to feel pride. It is imperative that we feel that we have high self-esteem. I know sometimes in our society, pride can get a bad rep. Pride and its unhealthy expression can definitely get a bad rep. But a healthy expression of pride is to feel proud of yourself. Yeah? And when we're moving through anger, the next theme up, the next progression that we need to get to is pride. So allow yourself to feel proud of yourself in those moments that you're like, yes, I did it. Yeah? Feel proud of yourself. Allow yourself. Give yourself permission to do that. And that is how you're going to start transcending anger. That is how this whole experience in your premenstrual phase is going to change because you are doing your inner work to change it. On this topic, it can be really helpful in order to fully heal and reconcile what's coming up is to look back and ask yourself where you inherited this theme from, where you inherited this belief system or this belief that your expectations need to be met in order for you to be loved or happy or seen. Ask yourself where that first came from. Did you have someone in your life who modeled that to you, that you just innocently took on? Was there an experience where your expectations were not met and where you got hurt in some way and then you took that on as, as the belief on that your expectations need to be met in order for you to be loved? Just ask yourself, allow yourself to reflect back and, and look at, at where you innocently took this on because when we realize that, we're able to give it back energetically. We're able to energetically 
release it and give it back to that the person who gave it to us because it was never ours in the first place, right? We just innocently took it on. It was never ours. It was never a reflection of us. And it was never about us. We got to innocently give it back to that person knowing that they took it on from someone else too. And wish them well, wish them healing too, that they will heal their own inner work and give it back to whoever gave it to them. It's a constant cycle, right? It's a constant circle of, of giving each other these, these patterns that are causing us suffering. And then we get to be the ones that break that cycle. We get to be the ones that is like, enough is enough. I'm not carrying this anymore. It doesn't serve me. It is not who I am. It is not a reflection of me. I'm going to give it back. And I'm no longer going to pass it on to those around me. That is so empowering to be able to do that. I feel like I'm getting emotional right now talking about that because inner work is honestly one of the most empowering things we can do in our life in relationship with ourselves. And our cycle gives us this structured blueprint that, allow, that reveals all that is ready to be healed to us. Because it allows us to slow down and listen to our body and our mind enough to actually do that healing. And then life changes, guys. The whole, your whole perception on life right now is going to shift into a perception that actually serves you, that you enjoy, that makes you happy and fulfilled from the inside out. Not because you got that thing, not because you got the promotion, not because you have a certain amount of money in your bank account or because you live in the perfect place. You're going to feel fulfilled because you're, you're going to remember your wholeness. You're going to be fulfilled because you already are fulfilled from the inside out. We are living from the inside out. So I have this quote here that I thought was really great from the Inner Workbook by Matthew Nicoletti and Ashley Cottrell. And it's talking about anger. And we're going to go through this quote and then we're going to go into some new narratives or new affirmations that you can start using in those moments where you feel that irritability, that anger, all that aggression coming on, that expectation that you want to be met, you can shift that, pause it and shift into this new narrative. So the first thing I wanted to share was when we move into surrender, there could be a feeling that's like, if I control everything, like I'm more powerful, right? Anger has a very powerful feeling to it. But what ends up happening is when we surrender, surrendering is actually more powerful. This is, I wish this is like the narrative we had going around in our society. When you surrender and trust is more powerful than when you control and muscle through. So we must understand, this is the quote here, you ready? We must understand that anger uses force as a mask for hidden fear. Whereas surrender comes from the empowerment of self Boom. I love that quote so much. So just hold that in your heart. Hold that in your heart. Know that you are so whole, complete, loved, safe, pure, innocent, just as you are. And when you're moving through the theme of anger, it's not a reflection of who you are. It's just an energy you're tuning into. It's just an experience that you're having. It's not who you are. So the new narrative to help you move through this is I let go of my expectations. I surrender. I am loved even if things don't go according to how I expect. I go with the flow. Everything is exactly as it should be. I respect others. I can't control life. 
I can only control my response to it. I am patient. I am calm. I am at peace with or without my desired outcome. Love is the most powerful approach. True power is loving and capable of handling things not going its way. True power is calm and composed. My peaceful nature is respected. I appreciate others. I can wait. There are no enemies. Nothing is trying to take from me. I can handle whatever arises unexpectedly with composure. Nothing is withholding love from me. I am loved. Love is within me. Everything is working out for my benefit, even this. And that new narrative was also from the inner workbook here. I was just reading out of that. Sometimes when we're in a theme of anger, it can feel like everything in our life is just trying to destroy our plan, right? You had a plan to wake up and do your morning routine and 10 hundred things happened to change that plan. But it's not destroying that plan. It is not out to get you. You are just able to have a different experience than your expectation had, had predicted. And that is beautiful. And guys, I move through this all the time, especially with my partner. I always have these expectations on my partner and he's a very different person than I am, right? He sees life differently than I do. He navigates life differently. We both have two different love languages. We both communicate differently. So when I put expectations on him that he's going to respond and react the way I would, not only am I not being fair on him because he's responding in his own empowered way, but I cause myself suffering because I'm putting these expectations on my reality, whereas I could be surrendering. And that is a lesson that I'm always learning. That's a lesson that I am practicing too. As we go through inner work, I'm doing this with you guys. I'm on my own inner work journey. And that's why I'm so passionate about guiding you through this, about mentorship, about being able to support my clients in this way is because I understand. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there and I understand how you guys are feeling. So know that you're not alone. Know that this isn't like a, all of a sudden you fix everything and you're perfect. When we get into that place, we get, we get caught in delusion, right? We get caught in denial. It is empowering to have courage to be like, you know, I'm still doing my inner work. It is okay to be vulnerable. It's this journey of inner work is a journey of a lifetime, which goes back into releasing our expectations that we're going to be all of a sudden, um, that all of a sudden we're going to have everything in our life that we've ever taken on fields. We have to release that because when we release that, we're able to move through everything. And it's in the moving through our inner work. It's in the healing process that we experience the fullness of who we are, the fullness of life, that we, we remember our wholeness and completeness. It is the process that is empowering. It is the process that is powerful. It is the process that brings us deeper into who we are. It is the process that leads us into being able to respond and have a relationship with life in the way we want to have a relationship with life. It's in the process that we're able to connect to our soul. Okay. On that note, the next time you move into your inner fall and your premenstrual phase, I want to invite you to maybe set an alarm on your phone or maybe put a sticky note on the mirror of your bathroom that says surrender expectations. 
give yourself a friendly reminder so that as you go throughout your day, you can start creating this new pattern for yourself. This new reminder that, you know what, I am committing to surrendering my expectations because I want to move through this in a healthy way. And guys, I, it's going to feel so empowering. <laughs> it is going to feel so empowering. And on that note, I would also invite you to communicate what you're moving through to your partner, to your family, to whoever you're living with, whoever you're snapping at, to communicate with them so that they can support you through working with your cycle too. Communicate with them that, hey, I'm in my inner fall. I'm in my premenstrual phase. I know that I'm moving through this theme. Thank you for being here with me as I move through this. This is what I need to do in order to move through this. Because so, sometimes when we get stuck in a theme or when we're moving through something that's more challenging, it can help having someone next to us being like, hey, I, I understand how you're feeling. And if you want to move through this, you need to surrender your expectation. It helps having someone there to remind us until it becomes natural for us. And I do this with my partner too. So he always knows where I am in my cycle. Whenever I'm moving through my inner work, I communicate with him what I'm moving through. I let him know like, hey, I'm moving through self-judgment right now. I can feel it. I can feel that that's the theme I'm in. And he talks me through it so I can move myself out of it. You don't need to do this alone. And if you don't have anybody around you to do this with, I'll do it with you. This is what I do with my clients. I'll be there right next to you. And you can text me and we'll do it in real time. We'll help you move through it. You don't need to go on this journey alone. And that is so beautiful and so powerful in itself. So as you're here, take a deep breath. We're coming to the end of our podcast episode. Take a deep breath, take a big inhale, fill your lungs with what served you from this episode. Fill your lungs with being like, hey, I don't need to stay stuck in this. If this is not, if I'm in this theme every month of my premenstrual phase, if I'm in this theme a week of the month and it's not serving me, it's causing me suffering, take a deep breath in, fill your lungs with, man, I can move through that. It's possible. And once you know how to do it, it becomes more and more natural the more you practice it. So that soon your premenstrual phase, you're not going to be moving through that every time in your premenstrual phase because you did the inner work to move through it. If you drop back into anger at some point, you'll know how to move out of it quickly so you don't stay stuck in it. Once you do the inner work, you're going to change the whole reality of how you experience your cycle, guys. It is amazing. I can't reiterate that enough. It is life-changing. So take a deep breath. Fill your lungs with what served you from this episode. Fill your lungs with confidence, with courage and empowerment that you got this. And breathe out through your mouth a big H-A-H-A breath out and release anything that didn't serve you. Release anything that I might've said, anything you might've just taken on that's not true because who you are is whole, complete, loved, pure, innocent, divine awareness. You are empowered. I would love for you to take that away from episode of remembering that that right there is your truth. Everything else in life, you're just experiencing it. But that right there is your constant truth. And you can remember that at any time you choose. Take a deep breath in. Take a nice deep breath out. Allow yourself to cleanse. We just talked about an intense topic. The theme of anger can be very powerful, but it can also be very heavy when we get into an unhealthy expression of it, which is trying to control and be stuck in that power. 
to breathe in and breathe out. And I invite you as you go about your day today to just practice this, practice this maybe when you're not in this theme, right? So that you're gonna be able to move through it easier when you are. Practice releasing your expectations today. Practice having a relationship with life and your present moment as it is without needing to control it and see what happens. I'm sending you so much love. If you loved this episode, please share it on Instagram, social media, with your friends. If you know someone who could benefit from this episode, let's share the love. Let's spread this knowledge. Let's make it common knowledge. And I hope you have a beautiful day ahead of you. I would love to hear what you thought of this episode. I'd love to hear what resonated. Send me a message on Instagram. Shoot me an email. Let me know how this resonated. And I'm sending you so, so much love. And I can't wait to see you next time. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with us today. This podcast truly lights me up and I hope that it lit up your day with some inspiration too. If you are loving this episode, I invite you to head over to the show notes and sign up for my emailing list. Not only will you get a free cycle tracking guide, which is amazing and completely life-changing by the way, (laughs) but you will also get a new podcast episode delivered directly to your inbox every week so you don't miss any of the magic. I want to hear from you too. So what topics would you like us to cover this season? And what are you super excited about? This podcast is really about you and inspiring and empowering you in your life. So I want to know what you want to hear. I would love for you to come visit me over on my Instagram at Lilia, L-I-L-I-A underscore Gestin, G-E-S-T-S-O-N. And on my website, liliagestin.com. Let's connect and get to know each other. I'm sending you so much love in your day and I will see you on our next episode.